0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us here on Fandom Talk, where we talk about stuff that we like and that hopefully you like or that you hate. If we ever talk about something you hate, then then holler at us because that drives traffic and and YouTube algorithms and all that good stuff. But um, I'm Al, also known as Red Lanyard on the website, um, and I am here with the wonderful content creators for Fandom Correspondence. Um, I'll do a round of introductions so y'all can get very cozy and intimate with everybody before we start. Um, I've got the the big cheese or the queso grande, if you will. Um, Jacob, Vance McCarty, how are you doing? Doing
1: well, my friend. Doing well. Hello, queso. Queso grande.
0: I like. Uh, I queso do grande. like. Queso grande. Um, we've got um uh, Josh, um also ironically known as the Wise Sage. How are you doing, Josh?
2: How's that ironic? Oh, no, it's ironic. No, he's
0: right.
2: <laughs> That's cold, man. That was cold. That was,
0: that was unnecessary. It was. It was. I'm sorry. But, Josh, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing well until I just got blasted, but
0: that's okay. <laughs> well, good. Good. I'm glad you're doing conditionally well. Um, and we also um, have um, the wonderful daughter of Trigon. Uh, we have Jenny, also known as Raven. How are you doing, Jenny? Hello. I'm
3: doing good.
0: Hell yeah. All right. So, y'all, we are here um, to open up a really special event we're doing for the summer 2021. Um, we are doing the summer of video games where we're talking about video games we love. Uh, we might talk a little bit about video games we hate down the road, but let's let's open it up with some positivity. We're talking about general stuff we love. Uh, so you can think of this as, as the opening ceremony of the Phantom Correspondence Summer Games, if you will. Uh, you don't have to if you don't want to, but you should. Um so here's what's gonna happen today. I'm gonna have a couple of general questions I'm gonna be asking um everybody about uh different games they like, games they're excited for, stuff like that. Um then I'll have a few targeted, more specific questions. However, um to add a little little spice, a little innovation to All our game. Yes, some flair, some Ric Flair. Um, I've got, I've got um, six genre-related questions, uh, various genres of video games, and I've mapped them to sides of a six-sided dice I have here in my physical space. This is an audio-based show, so you can't see, but just imagine a six-sided die. and I also have a second six-sided die to which I've mapped um, two numbers for each fandom correspondent. So um, one and six is Jacob, um, two and four is Jenny, and three and five is Josh. So when I get to the more targeted genre questions, I'm going to roll both die, see what topic matches up to which correspondent, and we're going to hear their, their fun takes, their hot takes, their personal takes, um, their rare takes, whatever it might be. Um, we're going to do that. So you know, have some, have some fun, have some fun with this one. Have some, have some laissez faire crazy times with us today. I I, um, I hate to be
1: that person, but can you remind us of our numbers again?
0: Absolutely. Um, I will. <laughs> I will also tell you whenever I roll them as well. But um, okay, oh gotcha. okay, my bad. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a pop quiz, but I can, can tell you I again. I
1: really nervous. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know questions. I don't know what I'm supposed to talk.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's um, one and six for Jacob, two and four for Jenny, three and five for Josh. Um, I'll roll them up and let everybody know the um, results. Um, hey, y'all. We're already having fun on this podcast. If you'd like to have fun, you can come check out our other um, Phantom Talk podcasts that we've done in the past. Upcoming, we got all kinds of video game topics we're going to be talking about. We're doing a um, podcast about um, the Halo series in anticipation for um, Halo Infinite. Uh, we're doing um, a Resident Evil podcast. Um, a few of us are about um, the past Resident Evil games as well as the one that just came out uh, with RE Village a.k.a. RE8, depending on the random mood that Capcom has that day. Um, um, there's going to be streams, there's going to be YouTube videos, there's going to be articles, there's going to be all that kind of stuff. So be sure to hang out with us, uh, check it out. Um, and if you really enjoy the stuff, you can support us, but some more on that um, later on in the podcast. Because I want to get to some questions to hear these beautiful, intelligent people tell me about the things they love. So, uh, just, just opening up real quick. Just kind of a general question, um, for everybody. Um, I want to talk about the past. Because the past can be a scary place, but it can also be a very positive place. And we're going to take it into the positivity. And I want to ask everybody, I'll start with um, the eldest of the bunch, um, the leader in blue. Um, I'll ask Josh. Um, Josh, what's a video game? That you play now that gives you a good width of nostalgia? A game that you can plug in and play and feel like you're back to insert age you were when you uh, played it for the first time?
2: Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. Um, well, the, the one, the most recent one I've been playing, um, and I was put in and I'm basically trans back to being a 16 or 17 year old, uh, you know, playing uh, video games, sitting on the floor with Ginny and Jake behind me uh, yelling at me or yelling at each other is uh, Jack and Daxter, or just Jack 2. Uh, mm. uh, they they released all those on, uh, on the, the PlayStation 4 store, and uh, so I downloaded all those and, uh, you know, that game holds up. I mean, it's it's still, mm. it's, yeah, that is impressive uh, considering all the stuff they were going to pull off on a PlayStation 2 uh, on PlayStation 2 technology. And just, it's, it's just a, I mean, that's just a fun, you know, hybrid platformer. Um that's just, I don't know. That, that game had, had a lot going for it. And, uh, I kind of miss it. I kind of wish, you know, there'd be a, uh, another Jack. Although, I, knowing how Jack 3 ends, you know, with basically, you know, mm-hmm. one of the more definitive endings of any, any game ever, I don't know how they do it. But yeah, that that's one that uh, anytime I play it, I just go, I just go back in time.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a that's a great game. That's a great franchise in general. Um, for um to really hit home, kind of the nostalgia factor. Um, uh, the biggest uh, memory I have um associated with the Jack games or Jackie Daxter games, um, uh, um, because I played the last two. I I played Jack two and three but um i really remember um uh, i used to be a part of the like playstation 2 subscriber club or whatever and they would send a disc with a bunch of uh the um a bunch of like um the gameplay d- d- demos for various games on it and i got the one for like uh for Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal and for jack 3 and i think for like beautiful joe 2 um I got that one, and um, I mean, I played, I played the hell out of the Ratchet and Clank and the Jack part of that demo until I was just like, Mom, I gotta, I have to go get Jack Three. I mean, I have to, I have to. But um, yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one, Josh. Um, Jenny, I'll go to you. What is a game that you um, can pop in today and just be, be transported to where you were when you first played it?
3: Um. Spyro the Dragon for me, uh, which, yeah. thank God, uh, you know, they re-released it. But, uh, yeah, Spyro will always just hold a special place in my heart.
0: Mm-hmm. have the eggs and are running. And, yes, uh, like,
3: I, 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 like, talking about now, I'm like, oh, that's cute. But that's I actually cute. hate it when it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. It was the first time I ever felt rage in a video game. Was yeah. that uh was that little dude with the egg and the laughing he does. It's like, yeah. yeah.
2: We came in we came into her apartment one time and she was just swearing at the screen and we were like, What's going on? And then I just looked and saw the guy we, with the egg and we were like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, what was funny is
1: like Josh looked, but I was in the doorway and didn't see the screen. I just heard the he ha, or whatever, like a little yeah. laugh yeah. he does yeah. and then I was like, Oh, no. And we both understood
2: because mm-hmm. the
1: it's a visual and an audio uh Tell that makes you hate that thing if, so
3: much. If you can't experience a certain like rage when that happens, I don't. I don't You're trust you as a human. Yeah, exactly. human. Uh, but no, like that's. I'm not ragging on that game. I absolutely adore it. Uh, even that, you know, um, I love it so much. It's just there's. It's a flawless game in my opinion.
0: Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and there were. Um, I love the spider games as well. And with the egg dudes, they were like. The blue egg dudes who were like the general guys that you had to chase down. But then in a couple of games, there were like the red and the green ones who, like, you had to get like the supercharge in order to chase down. And the supercharge was just Spyro on meth and it was just impossible to control. (laughs) And that was insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those games are real. Those games are real. Surprisingly challenging when I got the Reignited trilogy. I was just like, how did I do this when I was like 10 years old? Same.
3: Like, wow, like because I remember it felt like I did it like pretty easily back then,
0: and then like doing it today, I was like, oh, okay. It's, it's bad news. Oops! Yeah. <laughs> Oops! I have arthritis in my thumbs <laughs> <laughs> now. To too fast. All right, yeah, no, those are two great ones. Um, um, uh, Jacob, same thing. Hit me with a nostalgia bomb for your video games.
1: So for me. Like, I, I I cannot think of playing video games. You know, like like Josh and like Josh and they both said. You know, sitting on the floor with both of them, without thinking of Super Smash Brothers Melee for the GameCube. Like I remember, I remember getting it for my tenth birthday. I remember we went to Toys R Us to buy the GameCube. That was the first game we bought. We didn't have a memory card for like a week and a half, so we kept like getting Jigglypuff and or Luigi, and then we were like, don't turn the GameCube off. You know, because we, we've got them. You know, like, like we turn we turn off later. You know, to, to let let it cool down. But until we get a memory card, you know,
3: tell me your form four without television. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But... we're thinking about that now.
2: But like you know, the, there was there were there were two entire generations that did not require memory cards. Then there was yeah. two generations that absolutely did require memory cards. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like you would get the system and and not get the, and not get the memory card and like. It, or your parents would get it for you and not get it, and like it was hard to explain to them because they're just like, "Well, it's, it's a video game, right?" And let's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you don't
1: understand. There, there are so many things to unlock in this. <laughs> um, but no, so I mean, like, like May, really, the, the Super Smash Brothers series in general, because Midnight has a big has a big place in my heart. Brawl definitely does because um, that was the first. Uh, yeah, that, that was the first game gaming Midnight launch I ever went to. Um, oh,
0: wow! Yeah. Um,
1: uh, the Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U is, is one that definitely has a big place in my heart as well, because that was pretty much all I played on the Wii U for a good extended period of time. Um, and then, of course, Ultimate is just, I mean, it's aptly named. It is the Ultimate version of, of the series. Um, so really, just putting any of the Super Smash Bros. games in takes me back to so many different times, whether it's, you know... Like I said, when I was ten years old, we just got it we just got it, you know, and playing for the first time. Coming home from the midnight launch, and then staying to like three thirty playing brawl with with Josh and Jenny. Um, the Wii U version, just multiple different Nintendo nights that we had actually amongst us correspondents, and then with Ultimate, of course, I, I can't I cannot think of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate without thinking of the first weekend after we had it was right around Christmas time we did what was called smash miss where we had a big like party with everybody and our main goal was to unlock um, was to unlock all of the um, was to unlock all of the different um, characters um, before the following Tuesday because the following Tuesday I had made the plan to um, run a tournament. And so I wanted to have all the characters available. So I remember we, we kept – we were trying to play through because if, if you haven't played Ultimate yet, um, just the more you play, the more characters you unlock. Yeah, you can go through the main storyline, but that takes a bit more time. But the more you play that game, the more just randomly you'll get different challengers, different new foes. Um, so – and I remember we got the last – I got the last character – that Tuesday afternoon, like, right before I had to go into work and set everything up. I, I can't remember who the last one was, but but uh, but I got them that afternoon, which I, which I thought was funny. So, yeah, Smash Brothers, that's the – even with you, Al, like, I, I know you're, you're not necessarily a huge fan of them, but, like, my only thought process is, like, that one time that we threw out the Snorlax and <laughs> – he flew up in the air, and once again, to someone who had never played the game, but, a, but new to Pokemon, you were like, oh, okay, I guess so relax just jumps. And then all of a sudden, he comes back down, but he's bigger, and you you were so upset, because you were like, that does not happen in any of the games. Like, that <laughs> is the not... Is so, like, completely like, oh, yeah, it's was we Yeah, like, oh, we so like, like, you know. This... That. I, remember that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that happens. And you're like, what? What
3: the...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys were just. That was. You know what? I've got uh, some nostalgia for Smash Bros. Ultimate as well because that was the first time I realized that you guys gaslight me sometimes about things because you were just like, "Yeah, that, yeah, he comes back down and he's twice as large, Al. What did you expect was going to happen?" <laughs> so I was just like, "Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I did the wrong here. I'm sorry." <laughs> uh. So, yeah. Alrighty. So, there you go. But, no, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, if I had to choose one, um, it'd probably be, um, Spider-Man 2. Um, I played it on PlayStation 2. Um, I played a ton of Spider-Man games before that uh, when I was younger, but Spider-Man 2 was just um, really the one, um, <laughs> up until the 2018 one that came out, which honestly copied a majority of what Spider-Man 2 did in the first place. Um, so, yeah, I don't have my copy of it anymore, which is a shame, Uh but it's one I always uh, keep an eye out for when I go to my game shop. Um, oh, all right, so we're going to do um, some targeted genre-related questions. I've got my dice right here. Um, so let's run this. I'm going to run my Phantom Correspondent dice first, see who gets the first question. Oh, Jacob, Alrighty. Oh, okay, here That's we fine. go. Jacob, I hope you're ready. Um, All right. Oh, yeah. This will be fun. Okay. Um, Jacob, tell me a little something about why you love um, your favorite platformer. Favorite platformer game.
1: Favorite platformer.
0: Okay. Tell me what the game is and tell me why you love it so much.
1: I. Do I have to have beaten it?
0: No. no. I, okay. okay. I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure anybody who listens to this will have opinions if you haven't beaten it, but depending that, on where it true. is. But. I, <laughs> I feel like
1: I'm
0: about to get, I'm
1: about to get some... I, I'm fairly certain I'm about to get some judgment from Josh over here, um, but okay. I have never actually figured out how to get past the fifth world on Super Mario World. Um, the one where you just keep uh, going in, in a circle.
2: circle.
0: Yeah. And...
1: Um, uh, but 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 the thing is that is that I have played enough of that 200. You you don't really have to have beaten that. Just the first few levels alone shows you that this is without a doubt one of the best platforms of all time. There's there's really there's really no no way around it. Um, you know I just I mean. I and I, I, I know it's technically a side scroller, but I mean it's 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 a platformer. I mean yeah, it's but, it's yeah. definitely a platformer. You know? Yeah, platformer. Started. Uh, but but that this that that entire game just every. I mean, of course, the mu the music is of course the first thing that hits you. Just because the music in that one is probably that's, it's definitely top top five uh, favorite favorite video game soundtracks of all time. There's no way around it. Um, you know, of course, and, and then, of course, it's the introduction of Yoshi. I mean, and, and Yoshi's mm. probably my favorite Mario character. I just, I love Yoshi so much. Um And I just there's so many nooks and crannies and so many things to find. I mean, prime example, I have never, I haven't even beaten the game because I can't get past the fifth world, Um which I, I admittedly, I haven't gotten there or, like, said I didn't actually tried to play it all the way through in a long, long time. I'm, I probably would be able to actually do it now. But when I was twelve, I think was when I was when I first got my Game Boy Advance, and uh, and that's and that was when I had that and that was when I had that on Game Boy Advance, Super Mario World, and um, yeah, that was just that was just the one I, pl- I played through, and I played through it so much, and that was really that was really my introduction to Mario in a, in a lot of ways. Um, I had, I mean, of course, it's it's one of those things where it's like you know, yeah, I knew the character, but we didn't have an N sixty four growing up. So, and I was right in that era where, um uh, that was, that was, those were the games of Super Mario 64 and everything. So I didn't really, I didn't really get into Nintendo a whole lot until I was around 10 or 11. Um, and so that was when, that was really my first big introduction to, to playing Mario. So, yeah. So, yeah. Super Mario World is, is, def- is definitely my favorite platformer. And this, I just, I I, lo- I just love that one so much, and 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 now now I, I almost feel vindicated. I feel like I have to go and go and beat it now because it's it's, all, it's on the switch. It's on the switch. Uh, like the uh, what? what it's like the virtual. Con- or no, what is it called? Just like the Some Super uh, Nintendo Online. Yeah, the Super, yeah, the super yeah. Nintendo Online. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I feel I feel like I need to actually just sit down and just play through that if I, if I can put Pokemon Snap down for long enough. Um, That's so, real.
0: Yeah. That's real. Okay, I got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. I've got. Um, I've got a f- f- follow-up question to that one because I'm um, just kind of curious. Um, so um, for platformers in general now, um, are you more of like a 2D guy or a 3D guy?
1: I think each one has – I wanted to show say that either one has cons. Um, each one has so many different things that are so good about them that I'm really kind of right in the middle Um I lean more so towards probably probably the 3D ones is because it's kind of the way it's just kind of just the way that, that the system itself has gone, um, or, or that really just the the game the genre has gone is with a lot of 3D platformers. Um, of course, Super Mario Odyssey is, I mean, good lord, that game is phenomenal. Um, even like Doc, like Josh already mentioned of course, you know, and, and I know it has kind of some more action elements, but the platforming sections of Jack and Daxter are definitely. Especially, Jack 2 has, Jack 2 has some jumps that I don't, I don't know, that, that, that's where, that's where we got into the, to the Spyro area. I don't know how I did this when I was younger, <laughs> because, like, I know I beat both those games, but I also don't remember, like, that first tank segment being that difficult, um, and just stopping me in my tracks, like it did, uh, about two weeks ago. Um, so yeah, I, I probably more so towards 3D platformers, honestly, but, uh, but, but, I mean, both both are great.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I think there's really something to say for the platformer genre, uh, both in how long it survived, uh, not just as a genre, but just as, like, a really, really uh, popular and successful genre. Um, and also, I think uh, when it comes to types of video games, uh, the platformer is one of the more versatile genres you can either incorporate or build off of um I just got done um with um, the base game of um, of control and um, the first dLC for control um is really basically a platformer in a lot of ways which is a very interesting direction for that game to take but um it really says a lot about um the genre. Uh, it's really impressive. Um, okay, cool. I like it. I like it. I like that answer. Um, okay. Round two. Um, I'm going to defer this roll to either, um, Josh or Jenny this time, uh, so that we don't (coughs) double dip on our correspondence. Um, let's see what we got. Ooh, whoa. That went off the dice tray. Yes, I have a dice tray. I'm a Dungeons and Dragons nerd, and you know I am because I have a dice tray. Um, that's going to be a number four, so that's going to go to Jenny. Uh, Jenny, prepare your mind power, I guess. That was yeah. an odd sentence. Improv <laughs> is hard, everybody. Um, Jenny, this is great. I was really hoping you'd get this one, actually. Uh, oh. That was a five. So, Jenny, tell me about um, your favorite competitive game to play. Tell me what it is and what about it you like. I was really hoping you'd get this one. This is great.
3: <laughs> That's a really hard one, though, because I really like competing, competitive games. Um, yeah. uh, gosh. It's that a toss up between Overcooked and Smash Brothers. Okay. But mm. I, um, I
1: love dude. the Overcooked is definitely not a competitive game, but. We've played it. But we've definitely oh, played competitive. Yeah, definitely
3: competitive. You know? What are you talking <laughs> we're about? We're supposed
1: to work together, though. Like, that's a... See, we're not even playing them. we're already upset with each other. And
3: then, uh, Gang Beast is also fantastic. Oh. Oh, my yeah. God. And I'm, like, so good at Gang Beast, like... That's
0: it's... real. <laughs> I
2: hate Gang Beast. Um... <laughs> <laughs> i hate you so
3: you. much. Oh, crap. I guess, like, overall, though, I'd have to say Smash Brothers, but Gang <laughs> Beast is a close... is a close second... or close first, or almost
0: tied for first is what I'm trying to say I gotcha I gotcha yeah yeah so um what kind of things about um um Smash is um um, so enjoyable to you Uh, what kind of mechanics what kind of things about it your memories you have what um is behind your love for it um I
3: mean it's the game that I always get to play with my friends so that's always fun that's Mm -hmm. what I enjoy about the most um I I I love the unpredictability of it, um, but also hate that at the same time. So it's very you're on an emotional roller coaster of Smash Brothers. I feel like, Um, especially because he he likes to cheat. I don't cheat. Right. like you know that's up for debate whatever uh just kind of it's not up for de- i don't know maybe we'll stream right. that sometime okay and then you then then the, the listeners can decide you, you know you're right <laughs> yes the listeners can decide. um but you know you could just be like chilling and think you're doing really well and then somebody probably jacob will come up and like just blow you off of the mm-hmm. stage with like a wind thing bob. um but yeah all the items are really cool um, there's just uh there's so many different it's never the same right so like it's just always like something different in the game, so I really like that about it uh but mostly, I like that I always play with my friends
0: yeah no no, no, I'm with you yeah, that's great um smash um I will say I'm not the I'm not a huge smash guy, but um there is something to say about smash where it so effectively touches both ends of, like, the competitive spectrum. In that, like, obviously Smash, there's a really big, like, upper-tier competitive um, Evo Apex type of height of it where you can go to tournaments and, and get into all of, like, the, the big-brain tech and stuff like that. But it also just as well um, can uh, can meet the requirements of just, like, a, a chill night at home with, like, a bunch of friends, and you can play it to the s- same kind of um, on the, um, enjoyment on the same kind of scale as having, like, the hyper-competitive intense side. And, like, you can't really get that with a lot of <laughs> hiding games, honestly. Um, you know, having a, a a game night where everybody is over to play Street Fighter, uh, um, or Blaze Blue, or something like that. It just doesn't have the same vibe and same kind of universal appeal as like a Smash Night does. So yeah, yeah, that's a really good choice, Jenny. I like that. Uh, okay. Um I, I mean, I would roll the dice, but I want to hear from Josh. So I mean, I'll I'll use the Pathfinder system and just roll until I get the roll I want. <laughs> oh, there it is, cool. Woo, isn't Pathfinder fun? Um <laughs> it's an RPG joke for everybody out there. Um, so, so Josh, um tell me, here we go, here's, here's a topic rule. Oh, we, we've talked about that one already. Hold up. Okay, cool. Um Josh, Wise Sage, mm-hmm. I want you to tell me about your favorite open-world game and tell me why you enjoyed it so much. And I really, really like this one because last few years we've been just attacked by just an onslaught of open-world games, it feels like. It feels like every other game that comes out is an open-world game. So, Josh, I want to hear about your favorite open-world game, and I want you to tell me why you enjoyed it so much, especially in the context of there's a ton of open-world games out there.
2: Yeah, that, that's a that's a good one, um, because uh, this, this is easy for me. I mean, I, I feel like Jake, Jake was we'll my, fa- yeah, my favorite. Yeah, it was my favorite open world game, Jake. I'm assuming Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, it really either one of the Red Dead Redemptions would be my favorite open world game just because I love the, uh, the, the way that Rockstar does storytelling in Red Dead Redemption uh, 1 and 2 within the context of an open world. Is better than anyone else does it, uh, and and I mean I've I've in fairness uh, I know Al, I know you've been playing through or have played through did uh, you, you play through Valhalla or have you beaten it?
0: Um, um, no, actually, I actually haven't played any of Valhalla. What I don't the play through. You, what, uh, what, what, I did Odyssey you, and Origins.
2: Okay, and I know a lot obviously has this gigantic map. I know Origins has these gigantic maps. But as far as like places that are lived in and seem like there are people that are uh that are attempting to live within the area and live within the land and are having major effects on the land, Red Redemption one and two do that better than anybody. And that's with a lot of respect to things like Witcher and the Elder Scrolls games as well. But just an example of something that, like, Red Redemption 2 does that is really interesting. You go to this town, uh, you go to this town in the, in the northwest. I think it's like, it's called like Murphburg or something like that. It's, it, it's, it's somethingburg. Uh, but the way it's a, it's a, it's a coal mining town, uh, and, and early chemical plant is essentially what it is. And right next to it, there's a lake. There's a lake right next to it uh, that connects to, uh, the river that runs through all of the, the rest of the area, uh, the rest of the map, really. And when you, if you just, if you just go and you're just like riding up next to that river, once you get to that area, you notice that that lake is polluted. And they're just like, there's like this glossy sheen over it. And there's this, uh, like you, like any of the, any of the fish you catch in that are just like these like really gross looking catfish that you can only get there. Okay. And what I'm saying is, you know, and is that somebody, okay, on that somebody on the hundreds of people that worked on that game said to their someone in in charge was like, Hey, we've got this chemical plant here and you put it next to a lake. So we need to spend time making sure this lake is polluted because that's the type of world we're trying to put. for fear. We want it to actually be like someone is living here. And I don't know any other game that does that. Um, or does it on that level. Uh there's just so many different things you can, you know, like you could you can run into uh you can you can you can give money uh you can give money as okay, so you start this game off playing as a guy named Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Two. You end up playing as John uh if you haven't beat it or anything yet Uh, there's reasonings for that being a playing as John from the first game you can give money to this place that is for it's like a veterans hospital and if you give a certain amount the lady tells you that your your name will be on a plaque and then literally you know later on the game that place will be built and you can walk up and you can see our Morgan's name on that plaque and it's just like little things like that let me know that the world is lived in. You know, every single paper that you can buy in the game will have like something about something you've done or somebody you've run across. You know, you are having an effect on the world and the world in turn is having an effect on your character as well. Um, so yeah, it's as far as open world games go, that's to me, that's Red Dead Redemption one and two is, is top tier. And uh, you know, and I put that above, I, I mean, I put up, Above Grand Theft Auto 5, even, uh, because I just don't think Grand Theft Auto 5 isn't, isn't really as concerned. They, they want you to have a lot of things to do. And that's, and I think with a lot of open world games, that's the trap you fall into. It's like we decide an open world game is like, oh, it's great because there's a lot of stuff to do. But what Red Dead Redemption 2 and, and 1, but what 2 does and does so masterfully is like, it's not so much you have a lot of stuff to do. It's that this world is lived in. You know, and you are a part of the world that you're in. So that's that's probably why that's why it will be my favorite open world
0: game. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's a great answer. Um, yeah, I um I played Red Dead Redemption one. Um, I haven't played Red Dead uh, Redemption two yet. I started a playthrough back when I lived with my old roommate. Um, that um I only got like an hour into, or so. But um. So just. It's def- yeah, yeah, just the snow, yeah. um, um but um it's, um, it's definitely on my backlog, uh, and just thinking, um about what you've said about it, uh, it reminds me of um of what I heard a I'm um, a content creator, I follow on youtube. S- say about the game, because he was playing it um, last year, just kind of in his spare time, apart from like the Let's Plays he was doing. Um, his name's um, Alex um, um He's written the scripts for a few video games, and he does a couple of different um, um, gameplay channels on YouTube. But he was talking about it, and he said, um, a really interesting thing, he said that everybody, all the critics who played through the game in time to review it on release. Um, He said that in his opinion, they had just a very warped kind of tainted view of the game because that's a game that's really designed to, to take your time with and just kind of live in the world as you play it instead of trying to, to just rush through the story and get to the end, so that you can write a review. I thought that was a really interesting way to to talk about the game, and it kind of uh, lines up with what you were saying about it, Josh.
2: Jake is smiling and nodding at me because he's heard me say that like seventy five times. I mean, it's know? it's a
0: sixty
1: yard
2: game for a reason. And every know, right. every time I ran across one of those reviews, I'd be like, "Well, you're rushing it, you know." And, and, that, yeah. and that's the thing: if you rush through this game just playing story and like looking for the uh, different uh, you know side quests and stuff like that, you're going to miss out on a lot of the. Attention to detail they put into it. Mm. I mean, Dunkey, you know, two years later made his game of the year, you know, because yeah. he had done the same thing. Yeah. When he played it through the first time, he had to come out and admit that he was wrong when he played it the first time, because when he played it through the second and third time, he realized there was so much stuff that he had missed. Um. So. So yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I mean, I just, I, I
1: mean, I, no, no. just to, to just to interject and I do apologize. I mean, I had a friend who. Like that was the game he just kept playing. He was like, "I put like four hundred hours into that game." I was like, "Oh, you're, so you're just going really crazy on that uh, online?" Or is, is it pretty good? And he goes, "Oh, I haven't even touched the online." And I was like, "Oh, okay." But I've I've heard the online stuff is fantastic. I've just never I've never gotten around to it. Um, but yeah, I just yeah.
0: yeah, 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 that's great. Um, that's t- t- definitely one. Um, I'm gonna try to tackle this year because um. It's been enough time. I need to get on that game. I've heard enough accolades and <laughs> good things from people I trust about video games about it. So, I, I mean, it,
1: it was someone's Game of the Generation. Wow. It was somebody. Uh, yeah, it was
2: someone's choice. You know, so.
0: if, you, if, you <laughs> to, if you want to find out whose Game of the Generation it was, go check out our Games of the Generation podcast. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, I'm good (laughs) at plugging our stuff. Speaking of which, um, y'all, if you're having fun with us, I'm having fun. I hope y'all are having fun with us. Um, if you enjoy our stuff, um, and think, man, it'd be cool if they could do, um, even more stuff like that. That'd be neat. Or you just want to show your appreciation, have some, have some input on what we do. Uh, we do have... Mm -hmm. Um, a Patreon, you can go uh, to patreon.com slash um, um You can toss us a dollar. You can toss us whatever you want to toss us. Um, it gives you some say on the topics we cover, on the games we cover, on the movies we cover. Um, uh, there's various tiers, so you can get access to wonderful podcasts like this and YouTube videos a little bit earlier uh, than the general public. Um, so... So if you're having fun, if you're vibing with us, then um, you can stop by the patreon, see if um, that kind of stuff is for you um, and toss us some some support along the way. Uh, we really appreciate it when y'all do. Um, okay, um, that's kind of round one. Everybody has had a has had a question they've answered, um, a topic they've entertained. Um, I'll open it up a bit more with um, another kind of general discussion question. I'll hit everybody with um, um, Josh, I just I love the sound of your voice and so I'll go right back to you. Um, Josh, tell me about of the games that have been announced um, or confirmed because video game industry can be weird sometimes uh, of the video games that we know or think are coming out in the future. what is a game that you're probably the most hype for that hasn't come out yet I
2: mean. I'll just go on and still, Geeks, uh, probably the next God of War. Damn it. And I don't, I don't see any, any reason not to, yeah. not to have, I mean, that, to me, that is the, that's, that was the pinnacle of play, of the, uh, of the PlayStation 4 era. I mean, it was, like, once again, it wasn't my, my favorite game on the PS4, but it was everyone else's. And, I mean, mm-hmm. that, that was the game that, you know, kind of sets in motion uh what PlayStation Four was going to be about, which was gonna be these story driven games. Uh mm-hmm. these AAA story driven games, you know, so you had God of War, you had Ghost of you and The Last of Us Part Two, you mm-hmm. know, Horizon. I know Horizon came out earlier, but still I mean that God of War was the the game. And uh, if that mm-hmm. one had failed, I think we'd have had a different opinion of PS four. Yeah. So yeah. and if you played God of War, you know that once you go back home and rest you get this amazing cliffhanger moment that, you know, I, you know, there's there's just so much, you know, about about that that game ending, and like uh, as you're going through, there's just so much that's left undone. You know, you you mm-hmm. know, you've got you know them telling you Ragnarok has started and all this stuff, and you know, it, it just they, I, I need to know where where all this goes.
3: Huh? Uh,
2: I, I need to know, you know, about uh, you know uh, Atreus, and I need to know. Uh, you know, or Loki, you know, and mm. so I, I need to, I need to know, you Spoilers. know, what he is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I need to know, you know, what those paintings meant. And I need to know, I, I, I just need to know. I just need to know. So, uh, so we need that one. We need, we need that one pretty close. Uh, that, that one needs to come out, uh, sooner rather than later. Although I'm, I don't think we'll get it till next year. Do you? They
0: said 2021.
2: Did they really? Yeah.
0: They did. Yeah. So like, Surprisingly.
2: E3 and be like, coming in November. I, That'd be amazing. I'd love that. I'd okay, love
1: it. I, mean, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I, I I, would like to think that Santa Monica and, and a lot of the other studios have learned from Cyberpunk. I wasn't going to say that. I was <laughs> yeah, going to say were, other games. Yeah, you were going to say know. Cyberpunk. Gonna say I Cyberpunk. was going to say other games. No, you're going to say Cyberpunk. Um, other games that have come out that have done so much with just hyping things up. And then they come out too soon because they're trying to meet a deadline. Um, and then you contrast that with with a game like Hades, which was the, which I didn't even know about until until people that I respected were talking about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and and you look at the the the, the quality of those two. I, I I think that they looked at that and I could absolutely see them being like God of War five five technically or God of War Ragnarok or whatever they decide to call it is is basically done. Here's the first trailer. It's coming out in November. We just owned your holiday season. Have a good night. There's your PS5 exclusive. You know, okay. just that. Yeah. I They don't even have to do it. That, that could literally be, like, their entire presence that in the, during that E3 week. Yeah, like, I, I mean, which, right, yeah. I, I, are they even doing, like, an actual, like, I can't remember. Are, are, I is, Sony, 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 Sony
2: for E3, right, Al?
0: Um... I don't uh, mm, – fact-checking, boy. We'll be right back to that answer. Um. Even if they did, like – because, like,
1: they typically have, like, a state of play around time because they, they want to be – because even if they're not there, they want to be a part of people who are announced in all those games, you know. So that's – even if they just do that, they could literally just be like, we have nothing except for this trailer that we wanted to show you, and then just, boom, you they've owned the internet at that point, you know. So, so Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right Um, yeah. Um I will hook that up real quick to see who all will be at E three twenty twenty one. Um it's wild. I didn't even th- think we would have an E three twenty twenty one if I'm being totally honest. Um but um in the meantime though, um Jenny, same question. Uh what game that's been announced are you the most hyped for? Jenny's gonna take my other which one, really?
3: Um, what is your other one? Now I'm curious. Does that get an official release date?
1: No, but it's a been announced. it's coming. God. Oh. Order yeah. oh, okay, got you. Yeah. I thought we
3: were doing just, okay, my bad. I, why did I tell you? Uh, then yeah, Legend tell the Breath of the Wild too, obviously. Uh, I absolutely. thought we were doing games that were just coming out this year, my bad.
0: No, <laughs> ah, no, no, it's just in general, just in general. I was, I was, I was kind of waiting with anticipation. I was just like, wait, is, is she, is she not to say Breath of the Wild sequel? <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're like, what has changed? <laughs> but no, yeah, definitely uh, Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> I'm uh, not really
1: feeling it anymore. You know, yeah. I'm,
3: <laughs> I'm really excited uh, from what I've seen of that. It looks like there's going to be a lot more uh, Cheek Slash Zelda, which I love. Um, so I've talked about that in past podcasts. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm I'm stoked.
0: Absolutely sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big one for sure. Um, so um fact checking by uh has an answer for everybody. Um <laughs> Um so Sony and their incorporated partners um are not going to be at E three twenty twenty one. Um a lot of other people are confirmed, but um uh Sony will probably go the way it's been going and just have its own thing, which is totally understandable, honestly. So, yeah. so there you go. Um Alright, Jacob, you are, you are the queso grande, so this, uh, is, this is a yeah. big answer from you. What is, yeah. what is the game you're most hyped for that's coming out?
1: You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because of course my, my number one and my number two were just taken, so, but, but no, seriously. We cannot um, have
3: the same opinions here. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Well, we wanted to all talk about different games, you know. Um, obviously I'm excited for both of those, but, one that I'm really intrigued by, just because of the the style that they're doing with it, uh, is actually. And I don't. Even, I know I'm probably. I know I probably don't have the actual right name, but it's Pokemon Legends Arceus. I think is yes. it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was Arceus. Okay. I have
0: also, heard both. I have heard both pronunciations.
1: And there's only one right pronunciation. Okay, then <laughs> excuse me, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Is that is that yeah, better? Yeah, that's fair. yeah. Okay. Anyways, I'm really excited for that. The the mechanics on that look really interesting. Um when particularly because when they first announced Sword and Shield being a like completely like 3D environment, <laughs> um that was the style that I kinda of thought they were going for. Was actually like a, a slightly more like This is gonna this is gonna sound like I'm bragging on Sword and Shield because I'm really not I really love Sword and Shield but like a slightly more like realistic kind of tone to it to where like they're actually like going into tall grass to find Pokemon and like they're actually throwing poke like you throw pokeballs like in the game I know that's that sounds like it's that like oh that's a that's kind of a weird thing to be excited for but not really like that's a it's it's to me at that point it's more. It's almost more intuitive and makes it more like an actual like, like third person like game than just jump, than just making it like a traditional R- RPG where you're just jumping in and just to different, to different battles and then you have to cap- and capture the Pokemon and everything. Um, but I just really liked what they're trying to do with that kind of style of it. And also, I'm, I actually love the Pokemon lore. I really do because a lot of it is just crazy and out there. Um, and and I love and I would love to see what they're planning on doing with this. Um because it looks like this is gonna be this massive open world full of different Pokemon and all of a sudden there is basically a Pokemon deity that we're gonna be learning about and I I cannot wait. So I'm I'm very very excited about that one. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. It's a good pick, I gotta say. Um yeah, if I had to choose one that I'm the most hype about, um I'm going to have to go with um, uh, the sequel to uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Horizon uh, for Hidden West. Um, just because um, it's nothing else, um, I wasn't really expecting that game to have a direct s- s- sequel. I was kind of expecting more of like a, a spin-off game in the same world. Uh, but the fact that we're going to be continuing uh, the story of Aloy um, and entering just a whole new area um, of that world and that lore um, is really, really intriguing. Um, um, and that game's great. It's one of the best character action games I've ever played. So, um, but yeah. All right, cool. Um, we're going to do a second round of what we've been doing. Um, I'm going to repeat... Um genre topics as long as they don't repeat for the same person that's kind of a a duh thing, but just to just to toss that out there, but um alrighty, hope everyone's ready hope everyone's good. hope everyone has their thinking caps on um let's see we're gonna go with Jacob again. ooh, first off um Jacob, tell me about your. Oh, this is an interesting one. Jacob, tell me about your favorite RPG and why you love it.
3: Hmm. This is a very interesting one. This is one of those rare
0: cases where I have pretty much no idea what you're going to say.
1: I mean, there's there's a lot of different there there's a lot of different options. Um
2: he's just so bad at RPGs, that's the issue. <laughs>
1: I mean, I've got to go. I mean, I've, I've got to go Skyrim. I mean, okay, yeah. Because I mean, like I, I, I know it's technically, you know, it's more a lot, a lot of people more so consider that when, like it's not traditional. They consider it more like a, like open world action and adventure game. But I mean, I like all the R P G elements in it, and then so hmm. I, I, that that's that's just my pick, and that's the one I would definitely play the most of. Um,
2: I feel like you're really gonna regret not doing Kingdom Hearts one or two, caring about. An hour
1: or so. I mean, but that's also more just a just like an accident adventure game. Like, it's not really as much it's of an more RPG. It's an RPG
2: than Skyrim is. You think so? Yeah, uh, 100%. Yeah, I that.
1: Wow. I would What's like to that? change my pick.
3: No, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, I, I didn't really look at it like as much of an RPG. Okay, so well, then, then I'm good. Dude, I, I'm, I'm maybe just saying.
3: You're, the, think, one, you're the one
1: answering the question. Maybe I was playing that game wrong all this time. That's why I, maybe that's why I can never beat Sephiroth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I already said it, so we'll, so we'll stick with Skyrim for right now. Okay. Uh,
0: Didn't but, know that uh, question would be so controversial, I would have avoided
3: it. I know,
1: right? <laughs> um But no, uh, Skyrim is... Skyrim was almost, it was almost my pick of the, the games you can toss back in, and and you're instantly back to where you first, what you were talking about earlier, like, where you're instantly, like, taken back, like, with the nostalgia and everything, because mm. I remember when that game first came out, it was guys who I didn't even think were, like, playing video games, like, I, I, I'm uh-huh. not trying to, I'm not trying to, like, say, like, any certain person is, like, a game or anything, but, like, Random people that had never talked to me about video games would come up to me and be like, where are you at in Skyrim? And I was, and like at work, just, just like random people would start asking me, um and like everyone was playing it. It was such an interesting thing, Um and I, I, I don't know, like I, I will, I'll never forget like maxing out my, fir- my first character, you know, like with, like getting the, getting, Figure, find out the the iron dagger glitch to get a uh, dragon scale armor you know mm. um, which took an excessive amount of time um and, and then and then basically after that you're you're pretty much unstoppable for the next like I'd say maybe ten to fifteen hours of the game um because nothing can really hurt you at that point um but uh but yeah no that one. I don't know. I just I just had so much fun with that one, and I think that one really opened it up to where you didn't have to stick so much in the class that you were choosing. It was more so you were you were more so able to adapt to different situations. So like maybe you started out you were like ah, I kind of want to do like a like more of like a magic build, but then you were like ah, I kind of I don't know maybe I want to be more like a battle mage where I have I'm good with you know a sword in one hand and can, like, throw fireballs in, in, the, in the other, you know, and then you can you can absolutely do that. Um, the reason Josh says I'm bad at RPGs, uh, pr- uh, presumably this is what he's thinking of, is when I first played Oblivion, I wanted to be an archer. And uh, yeah. there's nothing wrong with doing that, but there is something wrong with wanting to be an archer, and then, like, the second or third quest line you decide to do is the arena, and... Uh, <laughs> you're going to get you're going to get your uh your ass handed to you pretty quickly if you uh if you do that which which I did and Josh kept mocking me because Josh was like I'm going to be like a nordic barbarian and uh he just started mowing over people in the arena whereas I was I was using every bit of cunning that I didn't have to uh to figure out how to uh, to beat it so you know uh, so so no, I just I I really like that Skyrim kind of opened it up and made it so much more accessible to really everyone, and that's that's kind of the best part about that game is that you could put that. Well, like I said, even people who don't like play a whole lot of games have played Skyrim, and you could put that into anyone's hands and just be like, all right, there's dragons, you're a dragonborn, go forth your story. You know, like I I think I played like three years before I even actually finished the main quest line. Just because there's so much to do in it, um, yeah, and the main quest and that's not because the main quest line's bad by the way, the main quest line's actually really good and and has a really cool finale um but i just i just kept finding other things to do. I was like what what's in this part of the map you know, and this yeah so yeah so so yes skyrim is is my choice for for my favorite RPG um right now, which I will mostly regret later, but i'm 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 sticking with it. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I mean, as far as as far as RPGs go, that's probably one of the video game genres that um, can be criticized the most for being inaccessible for a lot of people, um, because like a lot of the rules are very rooted in you know kind of assuming you've played RPGs before um, a lot of the times for games. But um, um, Skyrim is definitely um, a very um, a very accessible um, entry point into RPGs, for sure. Um, uh, a prime example of that, uh, uh, my wife, Melissa. Uh, that was the first video game she really played after several, several years um, um, of not having played anything. And she played it all the way through. Uh, I then beat it with hardly any problem. I mean, it's, it's a great entry point. Um, and just a lot of general fun. Um, yeah, okay, gotcha. It was a good one. I was not expecting the RPG question to be as contentious as it was. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was wild. Um, it's one of those things where like some genres have kind of lost some of their original context because you talk about RPGs. There are RPG elements in almost every game nowadays. So it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of weird. Um, Ginny, yeah. you are my next correspondent to ask a question to and your category is going to be ooh your category is going to be tell me what you love about your favorite sh- shooter it can be a first person shooter, third person <laughs> whatever you like, whatever game is your favorite, but tell me about it and why you love it so much
3: Okay. Um,
1: I like the grenades <laughs> I do Uh
3: I guess division would be counted kind of as a shooter. Game, absolutely, oh, right? yeah. absolutely. Um, so yes, uh, I I love division. Um, that was a really fun game. We haven't played that in forever. I talk about like it's past tense, like it died. I guess it's still very much alive. It. Um,
1: they they need to do another one soon because the the the. Well,
3: aren't they just building on the second one like a lot?
1: They really didn't. Like oh. they did their they did their DLC and then just. Because a lot of people didn't. We were we were some of the few uh, diehards actually. Like yeah, no, a lot of people I, did not like Division Two, but we loved it. I loved
3: that game. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, no, I do. Uh. My my specialty in that game was mines and bombs and stuff. I liked blowing stuff up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the little burly grenades. Those were really fun. They would like sh- like scout out people and mm. boom, like it was. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cute. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> Like, we had a strategy that, like, we would, like, sneak up on, like, a, I don't know, like, the wave of people, if that's what you would call it. Mm. Um And so, like, the boys would, like, be like, all right, Jenny, like, I would throw the grenades first, and sometimes I just wouldn't tell the dudes I was doing it. But uh, I would throw the grenades and kill a bunch of people, and then obviously we'd you know, let's start shooting then. And that was just like strategy. I feel like it worked pretty well for it. Him, did. Yeah. For the most part. When I, especially when I communicated with you. you didn't just it, like mm-hmm. bomb stuff, you know, but. Most uh, of the time, yeah, most of yeah. the time there was a communication. We were just
2: like, oh, there they go. Okay. I guess like, we're okay, going. I guess
3: we're getting ready. Yeah. Like, you know, not yeah. to like have this big monologue about how, you know, all right guys, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to, all, all of a sudden, sudden just... he hears the roly grenades. He's like, all right. I, <laughs> literally, it's literally
2: Leroy Jenkins, like every single time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, that was so fun. I was, I'd love to play that again. That's, she that she so tried so to fun. kill
2: NPCs with grenades.
3: I did. Like, one time,
2: we're just, we're just going down the sewer, and this guy from the underground I think walks it was a girl,
3: actually. Oh, yeah, like. yeah the girl from the underground
2: yeah. just walks up and is like, we're glad you're here. And before she can get, you know. I've already thrown the grenades. She's already thrown the yeah. grenades. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like literally thank like, God they can't yeah. go off in the cutscene. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, she looks kind of sus, you know. Like I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. like what's this? What's this bitch gonna do? There, there's an alternate
1: reality <laughs> where like friendly fire is turned on, and then just those guys are all dead now. <laughs> you know, just we failed the mission. Well,
0: you know. <laughs> well, What are you gonna really do?
3: do? You know what can you mm. do. Yeah. You know, can't save the world without casualties, right? Like, that's
1: fair. Break a few make it all right. <laughs> okay. All right,
0: Loki. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, that's a good one. That's a good pick. That's um, that's another um, of the games I haven't played myself, but um, uh, I've, I've seen you guys stream it, and it, it felt like I was in the game. It was it was great. so like I was in the moment. Alrighty, um, Josh, my friend, you're gonna close this out, buddy. Um, and I went ahead and rolled your dice. Um, it's a repeat topic, but that's okay. uh because I'm actually really interested to hear your opinion on this. Um, Joshua, tell me about your favorite platformer and why you love it. Uh,
2: best platformer ever is Super Mario 64. I mean, that's that's the I don't even know if that that's even a question at this point. Uh, I mean, you could, and in my opinion, Super Mario 64. Okay, here, here's here's what I will say, uh, Al. You're going to make fun of me again, but you can't talk about Super Mario 64 without talking about level design. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to you have to discuss level design of Super Mario 64 because that was a game. That took, uh, what made levels interesting and shot into the stratosphere and nothing else after that was ever the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can even go back today and like look at, you know, those levels and, and I mean the, the so things like, things like, um, like unlocking aspects of levels. So like we're used to now, like, Going through, beating a level, you know, and then getting a power up and then coming back to that first all to see what that power up does. Like that's a, that's a, a thing that just happens in video games. Yeah. It had never happened before Super Mario 64. And at least I can't think of, unless, you know, something happens in Gex the Gecko that I don't know about. <laughs> but, but, but like, mm. you know, Super Mario 64, that was the first time you did that. So you would get, you know, you, you, you'd find out and you'd get different abilities or you'd fi- you'd find different spots or like you'd go up to the paintings and they'd be like, okay, cool. There's another star here. And you'd be like, what did I miss? You know, and so there's just, there's just a lot of, um, a lot of different parts of that game that make it the best ever. And I'm not totally sure it, it'll ever be surpassed because it, it kind of went to the level it already needs to go to. Um, so, so yeah, no, that, that's my, that's. That's the best platformer ever. Uh it's uh and like I said, I'm not totally sure uh there will ever be one that, that passes it.
0: I got you. yeah. Yeah. Um now um I do want to ask a follow up to that one. Um I realize now that both of my follow ups have been about the platformers, but like there's so much there's so much rich history and as you say, there's so much um interesting stuff about the game design inherent to platformers that it's just worth Kind of talking about um, uh, that length, lot um, all the time, but um, I do want to ask you now. Um, that game, um, uh, that game is one that um, has gotten a remaster. I forget the year the remaster came out, but it came out like on, on the 3DS, I think. Um, it's available on Switch. Um, in your opinion is that a game that you would argue has aged well from a, from a gameplay experience perspective? Or would you say that if someone were to jump onto it now, having not ever played it, it'd be kind of um, a struggle, um, kind of a challenging experience?
2: I think the thing that everyone struggles with for that game, um, and the thing that kept coming up with the, uh, with the different remasters, although I will say the 3DS remaster is really good. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
2: but the thing that keeps coming up with the uh, with the game as particularly when it was released on the switch is the camera controls are a little archaic mm. uh, but of course you know the, there's a conceit to the camera controls is that you know there's a little the conceit to the camera controls is there's a little locket. the locatue's following you know, following you, know? you around <laughs> so you're telling the camera what to do you're telling the to what to do which also i got to say was a was a pretty you know um, uh an impressive way to discuss cameras. Um, this idea of, like you're being filmed, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was interesting as well. Uh, but I don't, I got, there, there's a few parts uh, where I can see the camera controls being an issue, particularly in some of the, uh, what would be some of the more underwater levels. Uh, it does seem like the camera gets a little wonky around there. Uh, but for the most parts, when you're doing the, the hardcore, uh, platforming stuff, uh, uh, basically anything that involves lava, <laughs> uh, the camera the camera does a pretty good job, in my opinion, of following you around and staying with you. Uh, but it isn't, I will say that that was one of the things that uh, Sunshine uh, and then, of course, Galaxy 1 and 2 and then Odyssey definitely improved on. They've improved the camera every single time. But I'm not going to Say that they've improved the level design. There's master masterclass, you know, and how to and how to create something that's uh, mm-hmm. fun to play. Um, you know, Odyssey came close. Odyssey has a couple levels that are that I would say are just uh, really interesting to explore. But the interesting the interesting thing about Odyssey is Odyssey is it, I mean, it's got platforming elements, but it's more of an exploratory game mm-hmm. uh, than
0: anything. Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean. Super Mario sixty four is a platform with exploratory elements, and so to me, I think Super Mario sixty four, uh, you know, even with the camera issues, if you like good gameplay, you can you can find something to love in there.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, great answer. Great answer as always. Great answer as always. All right, y'all, um, we are about done with this opening ceremony video game um, podcast. Um, I do want to close with a. Fun round of quick fire questions. Um, I'll ask a quick fire question of each of you. I want you to give me your honest answer. Don't, don't lie to me. I'll know if you do. But I want, <laughs> you, to <give> your, <laughs> I want you to give me your honest answer. I might ask a follow up if it's, if it's particularly surprising or, or just in general. I might just ask why because I like to hear y'all talk about the things you love. Um, but yeah, let's do a, a quick round of quick fire questions. Um, also, um, as far as the dice system goes, this is actually a r- r- really fun way to do, like, a party game or, like, an icebreaker or something, just kind of assign random um, people and questions um, to different things on the dice. So I encourage everyone to try it because it's actually um, a lot of fun. Um, okay, fire question for Jenny. Uh, based on the things I know about you and your love of video games, Jenny, what is your favorite entry in The Legend of Zelda
3: um, oh man, that's hard. He
0: said, Don't lie. So I know. Don't well, lie to
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> think about it and, you know, what, what is true, you know?
3: Oh, crap. Man. I really do just love all I, of them. This, this but is a Phyllis, you know, don't
2: think us say. I know. Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. Don't <laughs> think
1: just say. Jenny, what is your favorite listener's I'll bring
3: it time.
0: Ocarina of Time. That is a that is a solid <laughs> answer. Man, <laughs> that was like, so an Excellent answer. I got you. I got you. No, no, no. I got you. Um, so why Ocarina of Time and not something um, like The Breath of the Wild? Is there like a certain um, time related aspect? To Ocarina of Time. Is there like um, a mechanic you prefer? Um, I don't know. Like I, I
3: think I.
0: There's still none of that world. I, you just I like. think so, <laughs>
3: yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like, Breath of the Wild, I think, brings back a lot of aspects from Ocarina of Time, which is why it's probably, like, it's close to being tied for first Walker of, of Time, but I think that's because, like, that was my first... Um, it wasn't my first Legend of Zelda game, but it's the one uh, that I... I don't know, like, I would, like, be, like, at other events thinking about that game, you know what I mean? So, like, I guess it's mostly, it's a personal preference for me and not necessarily thinking about the game, but, like, it's just something that grasped me, like, that storyline and everything. Like, it it made me interested in Legend of Zelda lore um, more than I think any of the other games did initially. I mean, since then, obviously, like, you know, Breath of the Wild has definitely uh, taken a few different turns, but, yeah. I mean, it's just... uh
0: I know. know. It holds it a special place in my heart. I got you. I got you. Nice. Nice. I like it. Um, all right. Um, Josh, quick fire for you. Um, what is your favorite f- first-person shooter franchise? And if you can think of one uh, um, right now, your f- favorite entry in the franchise.
2: Hmm. I first-person shooter... Um, yeah, I mean, it's okay. We're, we're It's one of those where we're getting in the territory, but it's the only first person here. Uh, Bioshock. And then. Okay. I don't know if you can pick between one and infinite. Uh, just, if I can pick a
3: Lotus game. You can pick the Alright, fine, fine. Lord! We go, okay, alright, alright. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go to the first Bioshock.
2: Mm. Uh, the first Bioshock is. Okay. Uh, it, I, once again, Al, you know, me and you, we've had discussions on what we like about games. Uh, and, uh, you know, in some way, I think me and you are polar opposite, but I think in storytelling and how to like, in, in storytelling and video games, uh, Bioshock, the first one is one of the best ways to tell a story. Um, and nobody, I don't care what anyone says, nobody knew that twist. they everybody now comes out mm-hmm. like, you know, we kind of thought someone was weird tw- No, nobody knew that twist was coming, um, <laughs> and, and no one had done a twist like that in a video game. Uh, so, um, so yeah, Bioshock One is is my favorite.
0: You gotcha, you gotcha. That's a good answer. That's a yeah, yeah. I like that answer. Um, um, play it again. I really would. Yeah, um, I love the shade from Jenny too. Of just like if I can choose one from like the 87 <laughs> Legend of Zelda <laughs> games that exist. <laughs> you can choose you one have, from the 3 Bioshock games. I'm just about to go off. Yeah. Like, no. It,
3: you
2: didn't see her, but she did. <laughs> she leaned into me and it was, it was, it was very close to the violence. <laughs> so.
0: well, that was great. That was great. Okay. Um, Jacob, the queso grande, uh-huh. mm-hmm. we're going to close out with you, my friend. Um, right. Jacob, Hit me with your quickfire answer of your favorite series of f- of fighting games, and mm-hmm. who you main in that game. Ooh, that's cool. Okay, um, you can choose one or two characters as your main because that's usually what you do at t- 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 tournaments. Sure.
1: Um, this is going to be weird because I've really only recently gotten into, gotten into them. Um, cause the first one I really jumped into was Street Fighter 4 and I really fell in love with that one, but then I realized how bad I am at the earlier ones. Um, and I just am very, very bad at them and I'm really not good at fighting games anyways. I'm, I'm going to level with you, but, um, but I mean, I've got a. I wanna send Mortal Kombat, I really do. But there was one series that I that I've just I've played so much of it and even and even though like I said I'm not that good with them I'm not that good at them, I, I just I love the Soul Calibur series just so much. I'd say okay. that's the best yeah. You yeah, you say
2: that? you have got about twenty percent chance against me on 20, the twenty percent chance, huh?
1: <laughs> okay. yeah. Um but yeah, I, I, I would say Soul Calibur. Um I oddly enough, I actually haven't played six yet. I've I've kind of heard some mixed reviews, but I do want I do want to eventually uh, jump into that. Of course, it's on sale all the time. So one one of these one weekend where I just have nothing else kind of going on, I'll jump into that. Um, but yeah, so this the Soul Calibur series. The Soul Caliber series has everything I do love about a fighting game series because the best parts about fighting game series, in my opinion, is when you have a very Eclectic and interesting cast of characters, mm, but more yeah. so when you have one of the most bonkers storylines in gaming history. Um, and if here's the thing if Mortal Kombat is something the most grounded, that's saying something for a series, uh, or for a genre, really. Mm-hmm. Um, because Soul Calibur gets wild. For those of you who do not know, the first, uh, or no, excuse me. The second person who wins the Soul, the Soul caliber tournament, um, is a, uh, pirate named mm-hmm. Cervantes, who, uh, he's the first one, or he's the second well, no, one. He's the
2: boss of the first, he, he has it at the beginning. Oh, he has it at the beginning one. of the
1: first, oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Okay. He has it at the beginning of the first one, so he is won previously, and he is like this undead pirate who just, he gets better with every, with every entry in the series, I'm a level with you. Um, because one because yes one of his swords is a gun because sure and also his beard in like 5 and 6 is just epic like it's it's just, it's amazing um then you have you have a fencer who is uh who becomes a vampire at one point um you know because that's a thing that happens mm-hmm. and then of course top it all off the main character of 2 and 3 really um is a knight who, or really, actually, know the first three. He's really the main character of the first, uh, the, of the first trilogy. Um, he is a knight who uh, carries this great long sword, but then he becomes uh, this villain named Nightmare, who all, who continues to have a, a this giant sword, but then he becomes free of of that rage. But that rage is so strong that, that nightmare still exists as this like disembodied uh suit of armor. So there's a knight named Siegfried and there's a suit of armor named Nightmare. And they were once one, but now they are two halves of a whole. And it's just, and that's a everything I just told you is canon, and everything I just told you is amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's,
0: it's
1: one of my favorite It's one of my favorite things in, in this video game history is I loved it's that was also a game where I wanted to learn more like every time i, I remember Soul Calibur Two was the first one I played, and every single character was so interested in me that I wanted to know more about each one even even the weird even weird characters like like Azeroth or um um uh, uh, voldo i was I was like. What's going on with these guys like they're really weird Voldo has poofy pants i don't I don't in in his in his secondary costume I don't know what's going on um but, but what's great what, what, you know talking about the cast characters is that then you continue on and like you have these really like this young group where it's like tolem Maxi and Kilik, and they're they look like they just like jumped out of like. A, a uh, like a slice of life anime, and then we're given these uh these different weapons, and we're like, "All right, let's do it," you know. And uh, yeah, so no, I just I, I love that series just so much, and I know I've I've ranted probably longer than I should because this was definitely not a quick fire one for me, and I apologize. <laughs> um, you asked for mains. Um, let's see. You said I can do two, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you can do two. Two.
1: Two mains, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you can two do
1: two. Two Soul Calibur yeah. mains. All right. Um. So, Sorry, our because i have always, I always love Um. Because and I just because he's
2: that
1: guy. I am not. It's not because I'm that guy. It's <laughs> it's just that that move is a strategic move. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and Mitsurugi consides it really easy. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's not keep. Um. But yeah, Kielik is just great. And For those of you who don't know, Kielik is the one who like he has a bow staff and he just I've always his design was just really cool. Um especially in Soul Calibur 2, where he's just he, he looks he looks like the standard for like Liu Kang or something like that. Like he's just he has that kind of design about him. Um he's I just I just really, really liked uh Keelik. But my <laughs> but my second one Probably got to be the first character I ever really fell in love with, and this this goes back to this isn't even playing on a console. This is going back to I was in I was in an arcade, the last arcade in Owens, the last arcade in Owens were before recent memory, Um, and I remember being with Josh and Jenny, and we just jumped right in, um, started playing this game, and I was like, I'm gonna pick this guy because he's got nunchucks, and that just he just looks awesome, and Maxie is a character that, in every game, every single one I've played, he has one move where he switches into this, this like fighting stance where if you do not know the right button hits, you are just, you're just screwed. You, because, because you'll, he'll just be swinging just his nunchucks around randomly and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I literally, I, I will never forget playing the, the, this happened the most in the third one. Because I remember, I remember putting my controller down and Maxi is still just going. Like, literally, I was not even touching the controller. He's still just, just swinging him, swinging away, you know? And of course, Josh, because Josh is, Josh always picks Mitsurugi because he, he fashioned himself as a samurai. And, uh, so, and so, and so Mitsurugi, he's like, I will wait, and then I will kill him, you know? And so, he would always just wait for me to do that by accident, and then would just come right in and just stab me, you know? And, uh, yeah, but, but Keeluk and Maxi, those were always just my two go-tos, uh, because they were just so much fun to play. Um, cause they, their, their combos were easy to learn, so they're, so they're really kind of easy to just pick up and go. But, but even more than that, they're just, they're just fun characters. So, so yeah, so Soul Cal is my pick. Keeluk and Maxi are my two mains. I'm the one who's talked the most. I do apologize about that. Yeah. Um, but I just like games so much.
0: No, it's okay. It's okay. I like it. I like it, yeah. Um, I encourage you and honestly everybody who's into fighting games to um get um oh, Call of 6. Um, uh, it's it's about as it's about as clean and polished as a fighting game is gonna get. Um, sweet. it's just really really impressive of a game. Um, all right, sweet, cool guys. Well, that was fun. Thank you all for entertaining my um. My questions and my inherent need to to randomize things on this this podcast we do. Um, And thank all of you. uh, If you're listening to us at home or on your drive to work or drive to home or wherever you might be. um, Listening to the soothing sounds of our voices as you fall asleep. Um, Thank all of you for hanging out uh, with us as we open up our summer of video games. Um, I hope you join us in the future um, because we're going to have even more um, crazy, insane um, podcasts as we go along with this event. Um, and we'll throw more shade at each other and get even more hype and absurd with our answers. But, um, but this was a blast. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you all at home for hanging out with us. Um, and thank you for taking the time to share us, um, to share with us, the things you love, holler at us. Holler at our website, holler at our uh, at our council's social media, because we want to learn what your favorite games are, because fandom is for everyone. Um, I struggle to think of a better thing that fits um, that philosophy uh, than video games, because I think everyone can play and enjoy a video game, uh, um, as long as they find the ones that vibe with them the right way. Um uh, fandom is for everyone. Thank you for sharing with us um, in our love for the games we play. And we hope you'll holler at us this summer as we play more games. Y'all take care. Cowabunga. Cowabunga. Someone, someone has
1: to say it. <laughs> <laughs>